This is Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. Welcome in. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. Uh, you can follow the show at Winning Cures. We do this every day. It's 10 to 20 minutes, generally around 15 minutes. I uh, give you sports topics for the day, and we run through them. Uh, let's go ahead and give you the rundown for today's show. We're going to talk about ESPN's deal with the Big 12. We're going to talk about Magic Johnson resigning as the president of basketball ops for the Lakers. And we're going to discuss Brooks Kepka's diet, along with some Masters bets and whatnot. So, the show, as always, brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code WCE50. You can get a 50% deposit bonus. Uh, you don't believe us that it is the best online sports book out there, the best layout uh, for recreational betters and whatnot. Go check it out yourself. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code WCE50. It's a 50% deposit bonus. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Go check it out. Uh, if you would, share out the show for us. We appreciate the support on that. Share the show. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. cetera. Uh, check out everything on Twitter, Periscope, Facebook, whatever. Follow us. Give us a like. Share the show out. We appreciate you guys. Let's go ahead and jump into today's show. ESPN's deal with the Big 12. Uh, the Sports Business Journal um, discussed it today. They, they released it. And an official announcement, I don't know that that has come out, but it will. ESPN is paying $40 million total for the 2019, 2021, and 2023 Big 12 title games, along with other things with that. So um, ESPN Plus is going to get a just hundreds of sporting events, and this is basically a Big 12 network hidden behind a paywall. Uh, Baylor, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State are going to provide games in 2019. Iowa State, TCU, West Virginia, Texas Tech will join in 2020. Texas, they've got the Longhorn Network. Oklahoma has got their own local media rights deals. There's no reason for those two to get involved with this. So, it's Big 12 branded. It's their own section of ESPN+. Plus. It is the Big 12 network hidden behind a paywall. You gotta you gotta subscribe to ESPN Plus five bucks a month to get to it. Now I already subscribe, but that's because I'm a degenerate college basketball gambler, and you had to have that to get a lot of these games, right? Well, with this, you're gonna have football games the same as you will end up having with the American Athletic Conference. Uh, this is a smart move by ESPN. They're only paying forty million dollars total for this. Not too shabby, but it does lead you to question, okay, what is the next move for Texas and Oklahoma? The rights deal is up in 2024. The biggest portion of this was the Big 12 title game. They were looking in the high teens for every season for this Big 12 title game. Fox decided that that was too expensive, that they were not going to pay for it. I'm curious if Texas and Oklahoma realize that the Big 12 is never going to pull in a ton of money like the Big 10, the SEC. The ACC network, we'll see what happens with that. I'm curious about the ACC network to see how it's going to work this fall. 
we'll see, right? That's another one that uh, do they have enough big names? Do they have enough people that care about the sports of that conference other than football and basketball? Is that enough to drive an entire network? So we'll see what happens. But with this, I think there are enough people that would subscribe to ESPN Plus to see some of these games, whether it is degenerate college football gamblers or fans of the schools themselves, uh, that being Baylor, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, TCU, West Virginia, and Texas Tech. I'm curious about this. Will Texas and Oklahoma look at possibly jumping ship and starting off a whole other round of conference realignment in 2025 when this rights deal is over? You could easily see both of those two teams joining the SEC, joining the Big 12, or sorry, the Big 10, We'll see what happens with that. But a uh, good deal for ESPN. I don't know about so much for the Big 12. It did help them get their title game a little more money, and I think that's what they were looking for in the long term. But will this hurt them as far as being able to claim that they are on television more often? Will it help them with the recruiting? Will it hurt them with the recruiting, etc.? That That's the biggest issue for the Pac-12. People around the country cannot see all their games. People on the West Coast sometimes cannot see the Pac-12 games because they're hidden on the Pac-12 network. So what is the next move from there? Uh, we'll move on from there. Magic Johnson resigning as the president of basketball ops for the Lakers. He came out just right after a, just a random press conference and stated that he did not tell Jeannie Buss that he was going to resign but that he decided it was time. He said that he loved her too much, loved her like a sister. He just couldn't bring himself to tell her that he was resigning his post. I don't buy that for a second. This seemed, and while people, a lot of the national media are wanting to kill him for this, I understand where he's coming from. The other side of me is you don't make an announcement like this to the media without talking to your boss first. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. I understand he's got enough money. He doesn't have to deal with this. But uh, he claimed it was because of restrictions on what he can say and do. Like, he wanted to mentor Ben Simmons. They said that that was tampering. You can't do that. Uh, he wanted to tweet congrats to Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki and all those guys. They claimed that would be tampering. You cannot do that, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and while the tweeting thing is ridiculous, I do get where he's coming from on that. He has made a ton of money. In his career. Why do you need this headache? You should be able to do whatever you want to do at this point in your career. So do that instead of doing this job. I get that. Another part of this was he hinted that he would have to fire Luke Walton. He said, you know, I would have to change somebody's livelihood uh, probably tomorrow. And I don't want to do that. And I get that. But it does make you wonder, like, was this a power struggle over the coach of the Lakers. Like, Jeannie Buss, everybody assumes that she does not want Luke Walton to be fired. Magic Johnson believes that he should be fired. And I think a lot of that comes from LeBron James and his agent and, and his people, right? So, Walton... Well, let's talk about LeBron. Magic recently met with LeBron, Rich Paul, his agent, and Rob Palinkas. Um... And he had 
all these different thoughts about moving on with the Lakers and the direction of the program, etc. And he never gave any inclination that he was ready to go, that he was going to resign, that he was going to retire. I find that strange. Now, of course, people that are in that position that have all the money in the world that don't have to worry about anything, they can do whatever they want to whenever they feel like it. If he felt like this was the best move for him, then absolutely. But it is strange that they just recently, like within the last week, met to discuss the direction of the franchise, and he never told anybody that he was planning to resign. That's strange to me. So the idea that this might have been a power struggle, that's interesting. I'm, I'm curious about that to see exactly what comes out of this because as much of a dumpster fire as the Lakers are, you know there's got to be more to this story. So the question, who ends up coming in behind Magic to maybe try and clean up the mess? Does Jeannie Buss's boyfriend, Phil Jackson, come in and maybe take over as president of basketball ops? Now, his last you know, swing with the Knicks did not work out so well. I don't know why he would come back to do this. I mean, obviously, Jeannie, that would make sense. But he's already, he's, he's retired, he's done, he doesn't need the headache. And everybody knows that LeBron James is a headache. So Jeannie Buss needs to get something done. They need to get a strong figure in there that is not going to uh, basically let LeBron run the franchise. And I agree with that. Don't let LeBron James run your franchise. That's the biggest part of all this. Next topic, Brooks Kepka's diet. He has lost 24 pounds in the next or in the last however many weeks, months, whatever. Uh, the Golf Channel's Brandel Chambly destroyed Kepka today. Uh, now it, it's speculated that Kepka lost all the weight to get shredded for the ESPN the body issue, and I don't know if you've heard about this, but it was uh, just incredible, absolutely incredible. I'm going to read his quote. On the Golf Channel. Uh, he said, For him to change his body and chemistry for vanity reasons, for a vanity shoot, is the most reckless self-sabotage that I have ever seen of an athlete in his prime. I get why they asked Gary Player to do that shoot. I get why they asked Greg Norman. I get why they do that. Those guys are incredibly fit guys and want to show the world that they're fit. But to do something that takes you out of your game, to change your game completely, to see someone whose body has changed drastically it has never worked out very well. It's led to deterioration. Uh, he said, you're, you're talking about a guy who would be on top of everyone's list to win at Augusta National had he not done this. He should be the favorite here. But he, he called it uh, just reckless self-sabotage. And while I get what he's saying, Kepka said that his plan was to lose some weight and that he maybe went about it a little too aggressively. And when you're an athlete, you do things like that. When you set your mind to something and you want to do something, whether it's lose weight or whatever else, you set a goal, and then you get after it, and you do everything you can to reach that goal. But I don't think that he understood the impact that it would have on the game that he plays. He's already lost like 11 yards off of his drive. That's fairly significant for a guy who had a ton of power. Now, he's won two of the last four majors. Uh, he, 
I'll, I'll tell you this. Even with all of that, I looked up Brooks's numbers. He he won the CJ Cup last year, last uh, October, and then he tied for 16th at the World Golf Championships. This year, just last month, he tied for second at the Honda Classic. So I don't know that it has hurt him that much. The Players' Championship two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, now he tied for 56th at that. That was not good. But he can still hit the golf ball. You have to wonder about the touch, though. His chipping game, his putting game, will he be able to have the right touch on these things now that he has lost this weight, he's lost this power? I mean, he said he hadn't been to the gym in three weeks. So I can understand somebody wanting to do something different. I don't know why he would have at this time. He was already ripped. There was no reason for him to go through all this. But it is a, a very interesting ordeal. I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I'll tell you this, though. Whenever somebody calls him out, he typically goes after it when, when he gets called out in whatever tournament it is or, or whatever. It would not surprise me to have a top 10 finish here. Uh, he is plus at, at betus.com. He is plus, what, 200? Or no, plus 175 uh, for a top 10 finish. And I'm all over that. Uh, he is 24 to 1, I believe, or 25 to 1, uh, depending on what book you were, or you were looking at, to win the Masters. I could 100% see him doing that. 100%. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I've got a little money riding on him. We'll see. But uh, but the Brooks Kepka thing is definitely something to pay attention to. How much has his game changed because of this diet? And if you were wanting to bet on him, right now is the time to do it because with this story coming out, the odds are just dropping like crazy. I mean, he they are massively higher than they were even just yesterday. So if you're all over Brooks Kepka, roll on that with the Masters this week. We'll talk a little more Masters tomorrow. We'll talk a few more things tomorrow. Uh, share the show out. Thank you for joining in with us today. I appreciate you guys being here. We'll see you all again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.